0: Leadership isn't for the faint of heart. It's dirty, dangerous, difficult, and disruptive. It will test everything about who you are. Unfortunately, as a leader, you're out front, which means you usually only get about 43 feet of good road built for those following behind you while you're running the race yourself. Welcome to the 43 Feet Podcast, where each week you'll hear from some of the greatest leaders we can find both in F3 and beyond. If you're going to lead, you'll need to be ready for the difficult challenges for what lies ahead in the unknown, for what's lurking in the next 43 Feet. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the 43 Feet Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Frank Schwartz, and uh, I am joined today. Now, we promised we weren't going to talk about F3 at length, because that's not necessarily what we're here to talk about. Uh, That's not why I had Tony on. Uh, But uh, my guest today is Tony Messia, uh, and he does happen to be an original Redwood, a guy that was there on day one uh, of the Inception. I, mean, I don't want to three- say
1: I'm like a big deal or anything. <laughs> so, but I was one of the first 20 or 30 That's or right. however but, You know, the legend sort of, you right? know, everybody's read the origin story yeah. or heard the origin story. Yeah. But yes, I was there on day one.
0: And, uh, and so just, again, we're not here to talk about that necessarily, right. but since we're here and since we're talking about it just briefly, uh, your F3 name is Antonio... Table, Antonio table, which makes perfect sense because in Italian, your name is no, it doesn't make any sense. What? It,
1: well, I don't, I don't exactly know the story and I've actually never uh, dread was there on in those first weeks and I got my name yeah. from him, but I, I assume that it's because my last name is Messia mm-hmm. uh, which sounds kind of like Mesa, which is Spanish for table. My first name is Tony. You convert that into Spanish Antonio and you get Antonio table. It's, I think, it, no that more sounds complicated than that. <laughs> so, you know, I, that's, a, I, that's, that's a
0: pretty a, classic dread. Uh, yeah. Kind of you move. know,
1: some guys, you know, some guys is pretty obvious, you know, right. uh, other guys, you know, maybe you got to work for it a little yeah. bit. So.
0: Well, and you mentioned, too, before we, before we started recording, like you, you didn't always get a name on the first go around. That's right. Yeah. I mean, so
1: originally, kind of, yeah. I mean, I think the whole circle of trust took a while to, yeah, uh, yeah, to yeah. develop. I mean, the whole naming thing, you know, so I don't think I got my name for a good month or two. Yeah. Um, You know, and they were sort of dribbled out, I guess. Or maybe you were named, or you might have been named in the back blast as opposed to in a circle of trust. I don't know. It's a long time ago. Yeah. It's a long time ago.
0: But all that, while wonderful, is not what I asked uh, Tony to come on and talk about today. Because uh, Tony is uh, also the editor-in-chief of a newsletter. It's not a newspaper. There's no paper. Yeah,
1: it's all digital. It's yeah, it's, di- a, it's delivered a, by um, yeah. delivered by email. Emails. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's I, online. Subscribers. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. I'm a subscriber to the Charlotte Ledger, uh, and uh, that is, I guess, it's primarily sort of business news. I'll let you talk about it and kind of tell tell the folks what it is. But essentially, the the reason that Tony's here is because he started something out of nothing, which is hard enough to do um he started against probably any reasonable amount of judgment that would say oh this will work mm-hmm. um and uh, and yet here it is a couple years later uh, and and thriving by all yeah, measures we're that I can still around and, and, and we're doing well. Doing well. And right? Yeah, I
1: mean, I don't know if anybody were to say, "Hey, I've got a genius idea for you. Why don't you uh, you want to make like fabulous riches? Why don't you go into <laughs> local media, send an email several times a week, and right. and take on like a big media big media companies dominated by yeah. all these other guys? Yeah, like, why, seems... why don't you go ahead and do that? That sounds like
0: a smart thing to do. I mean, banks were probably lining up to lend you because oh, yeah. they were like, yeah. "Now that's a success yes. story. We can't wait to get our hands on." So, uh, so. We with that uh with that why, why don't you just kind of take us through a little bit uh, again so the charlotte ledger mm-hmm. it's primarily a business uh, oriented um you know sort of a thing although you've added a number of new features which i think are interesting as well um and uh and i'm actually really enjoying the the stars of charlotte or whatever we're, what, yeah stars of charlotte what about, uh,
1: uh, legends of charlotte legends of charlotte yes like when you read yeah, the, the old legend. timers
0: i mean, in some pretty neat stories in there. Some, some good stuff. A couple of, I, I had no idea. I mean, obviously I'd heard of some of those folks, but not, not heard of some of them, but uh, anyhow. So it's a, it's a very interesting newsletter. Um, and it, I find it delightful to read. Uh, and I feel like it gets past some of the, I don't even know what the right word is, just sort of the corporate news, the baloney that nobody really cares about doesn't actually affect anybody, mm-hmm. you know? It's like sort of this very nebulous kind of, anyway, that they report on. But um, but so, I mean, you kind of made the joke there of like, oh yeah, why don't we just... <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we take this Genius. brilliant idea <laughs> yeah. and really at a perfect time in the economy and everything else, right, to, mm, to oh, go yeah. ahead and launch something uh, and do this. So uh, first of all, where did you come from in all this? Right. And Where ha- did you come from, and what are you thinking? And what in are the world? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what, where did you hit your head along the way that led you to believe this was a good idea? <laughs> sure.
1: Okay. Let's unpack those. And it, yeah, if you have any questions, just interrupt me. Of um, course. So my background's in journalism. I was with the Charlotte Observer for about 12 years. Is know. that a
0: thing that you studied? You I a- did. I,
1: I I was a political science major in college but oh, I got okay. a master's in journalism, actually, at okay. Chapel okay. Hill. Very good. and. My first job after getting the master's in journalism was at the Charlotte Observer. So I worked there for 12 years. At the time, it was a big operation. Yeah, Basically had, you know, essentially Monopoly on local news. I mean, yes, you had TV stations, you had a few radio stations. But, I mean, that, that was sort of oh, yeah. a big deal. So to get hired there was, uh, you know, it was it was great. I mean, at the time, they had a bureau out in Gastonia with, you know, seven reporters and three editors. It was a huge operation. We had a newsroom, yeah. you know, 250 people, something like that. Wow. I mean, they were making money hand over fist this is 1997 98 in there so you know that's sort of like the heyday of of newspapers tons of resources and then this thing called the internet revolution never heard of it yeah explain it to me (laughs) and they just got you know they got their knees taken out from underneath them yeah and and more than their you know Anyway, yeah, everything. You know, everything, you know, it started with, you know, classified revenue. You had Craigslist, took all that away. You oh, yeah. had, you know, all kinds of digital um, advertising opportunities for advertisers um, to really more highly target, um, you know, who they wanted to reach. So, you know, that started going. It was, you know, all kinds of things. Um, and so, you know, they started cutting back, cutting back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was there. I was a reporter. Uh, there covering government and business, um, that and you were here in Charlotte, in Charlotte, it, all okay. in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Uh, left in 2009. I was deputy business editor at the time, but they were starting to cut back, the, you know, rounds of buyouts, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. then, well, maybe there's not a great future here, so I left, like a lot of people did, at the Observer sure. in those days, and went started freelancing. Did that for a number of years. Um, was on staff for a national magazine called the weekly standard for a couple of years was working out oh, yeah. of charlotte here covering business that folded in december of 2018 so it's kind of like you see a little bit of a pattern here in yes. this industry
0: you like, know it's like something hmm. about this paper yeah <laughs> so Everyone i don't know hates paper i so, <laughs> so maybe you
1: know i'm what 40 was in my mid 40s late 40s mm-hmm. uh, and and said so, well maybe there's a chance to start something new here maybe you know it was sort of Yes, could I have gone mm-hmm. and retrained into some other field, I suppose. But I really actually liked local news and I liked yeah. being I liked talking to people. I'm curious. I like finding things out and telling people about them, right? So yeah. and, and, reporter by nature. Right. Yeah, just curious. You know, it's hard yeah. to teach. Curiosity, but I got a lot of questions about things. You drive around, you see something going on, what's going what's in going? there? And then the cool thing about journalism is you can actually call somebody up and say, Hey, what's going on there? You know, you're not you just have, you don't you. have to sit and wonder. Well, sometimes they'll answer you. Oh sometimes. fair, okay. <laughs> but sometimes they won't. So I said, well maybe there's an opportunity to to start something here. I'd seen you know there were a lot of cutbacks at the paper right um you know not and not just in charlotte you I mean your oh, listeners was yeah. everywhere I mean, I mean, it was everywhere there's a phenomenon going on yeah. all over the place pretty much and so um at the same time you had a rise of, you know did some digital publications and i think mm-hmm. was, as you mentioned a lot of them you know they tend to be kind of lifestyle focused. here's the yeah. new restaurant here's the new bar oh um, yeah you know yeah, those yeah, kind of hot things. topics are yeah you know, and then a lot of it's kind of driven press release driven corporate marketing sure. type driven and like I I I was getting kind of tired of You know, it's fine. You, you know, that's yeah. that's fine. You want to know stuff. But I'm like, look, I've got a background in this. Why don't I see if I can start something up just that that fills this need? Because, you know, every everybody was sort of saying well, local news is in decline. I'm right. I'm I'm personally curious about it, but I guess there aren't people curious about it. So I said, <laughs> no, no one else cares. I said, look, I've got a background in this. Um, you know, why don't I why don't I give it a start?
0: And you know, said this was 18. This is early
1: 2019. 2019. This is March okay. of 2019. Okay. So I said, okay. So I heard about this thing called Substack, which, you know, is a now a lot of people know, know about it now. Maybe they didn't a couple years ago. It's a, basically a newsletter platform. It allows you to... It allows writers to just basically write and they handle the distribution, mm-hmm. email sign up, um, you know, all the back end
0: technical it, stuff. It's just a it, it's a mechanism, it's a platform. It's that a you platform. Used. Okay. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. And and so I mean and it's free as long as you until you start charging. So I'm like, okay, well I can start this up as a free newsletter. Mm-hmm. Let's see if if we can build if we if I can build this up. Right the, now, the we have a few people now. Yes, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I sometimes say "we," even though at the time it, it, no, it was I totally just understand. me. I do the and same. So you know, so I'm like, let's see if there's an interest in this. Let's yeah. just let's just try it. Let's just try something different because you know what's what had been going on. It really didn't seem like it was working. You know, so it's yeah. like okay, let's try something new. And and you know, um, and just sort of see where it goes. You know, so let's see if we can build up a fr- if if I can build up a free list. Sure. If I can get it to a point and then say okay. At some point, say, all right, let's turn on the paid, uh, you know, uh, for premium content. We'll we'll make it paid. We're not going to sell a bunch of ads or whatever. We're going to focus mostly on subscriptions, which, again, was a little bit different. Terrible idea. (laughs) Terrible idea. And so you had people say, oh, people never pay. At the
0: time, that was the thing is, I mean, everyone else was like, oh, my gosh, we're losing, you know, people. We're losing Let's just give everything away and try and get them to, you know, and you're like, you know what we'll do. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, the traditional model is to, you know, set up a website and sell, try and sell a bunch of ads, banner ads, and do digital advertising, Google ads, all this stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I don't want to sell ads. Like, I kind of, you know, it's like, (laughs) but, and it just seems like, you know, then you're sort of, You're basically working for the advertisers where, you know, the the way it is set up, like if you have a subscription business, those people are your customers. You're not basically trying to harvest their eyeballs and, you know, to advertisers. You're saying, listen, I work for you. You're the reader. I'm working for you. What do you want? I want to, I need to serve your needs. I'm not here to serve the advertisers needs. I'm here to serve your needs. And And so so that's a very different proposition. Yeah.
0: I see. I came from, uh, before I jumped out on my own, that was 15 years ago, but, um, and and doing uh, corporate communications type stuff. You know, I worked for WSOC, mm-hmm. which is a local ABC affiliate here in Charlotte. Uh, number one, you know, they always like to. I don't know if they're number one anymore. They were back then. I think they are. Um, but uh, and I didn't do news. I did uh, local uh, commercials mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like in their their retail services department. And so that was the that was the whole thing all the time. There was always this fight, mm-hmm. kind of of well, you know, XYZ car guy who spends millions of dollars every month here, kind of kind of needs a story about this or that, you know. Right. And I'm not saying SOC ever compromised their journalistic no. integrity because I'm not saying that that happened ever. Um, but there was always sort of this weird tension and pressure mm-hmm. all the time, especially online. Uh, and and you kind of said,
1: Meh. Well, yeah. I mean, if you have a, a diversified customer base, mm-hmm. you can tell any individual person to go, um, what's the podcast-friendly Language here, you can tell them to oh, we go don't pack it. their you, bags and yeah. leave, yeah. or whatever. You yeah. can just go, go tell them, to, you know, uh, to take a hike. Yeah, you, you can tell can. them to fly to take a, a hike. hike. Yeah. Go fly a kite, something like that. Like you know, so as opposed to having a small stable of advertisers, yeah. who okay, and what if you know, what if the car dealer gets uh, indicted for taking kickbacks or right. something like that? And then that's an
0: extremely awkward situation. That's never happened in Charlotte. <laughs> no. Oh, it definitely happened. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you know, so it just sort of was trying to take a different approach. Yeah. And saying, listen, why don't we do this in a way that's, you know, my background's in journalism. Let's do this in a way that ju- is journalistically sound. We're just telling, and, and let's just tell people what they, you know, let's just tell people what's going on. Let's not have, we don't have any political agenda. The, our only agenda is to serve the interests of our readers, yeah. right? You know, which doesn't sound like it should be a novel concept, but it's just like no, let's, uh, let's
0: Good on just, paper, right. it's always good on paper, right? But you're actually doing it. When we're are tying to, the revenue to that is different, right? Yeah,
1: we're trying to say, we're, our, we're saying, listen, we're providing expertise, we're providing background, and we're providing you with, we're telling you things you don't know about your city. And, and we've got the experience to do that. We, you know, I've yeah. been here for 20 years. My managing editor, she's been here for 20 years, been working a lot with, actually, with OBT. You oh, know, yes. He's been helping us on, on the business side right. of, of things. And so, you know, we have, a and there's a stable of people who are like, I'm very interested in what you're doing and really want it to work. So that was
0: pretty cool that is pretty cool and so you uh you're freelancing you're out there it's 2018 2019 and you go to your wife because a lot of I mean guys Mm -hmm. that are listening wife Mm -hmm. kids that sort of thing you go to your wife and you have how many kids we have three kids three kids Mm -hmm. right and and now they are two Two of them are in college (laughs) and then one (laughs) is in high school so yeah right yeah so you, you said you know what I think honey I think I'm gonna uh, start a thing and not do uh, all, all that stuff that we were doing before that made money. Yeah, right. I, I don't know if we're I'm gonna do something
1: different. Yeah, well, she actually was extremely supportive, which is a big thing, right? Like a lot of that times, big it, thing, know, that's rare. It, 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 you gotta make sure everything's aligned, right? You make sure everything's. Uh, copacetic on the home phone. Sure. Um yeah, I mean she was she was great. She was like, Yes, you need to you need to do this. Go for it. Try it. You know, I had a little bit of severance from the magazine thing. Sure. My wife works. You know, so okay, we, that, okay. so financially sure. we could swing it, right? right? So it would be fine. And like, look, let's just we'll start this up. We'll see how it goes. If it doesn't go anywhere, I'll just go back to freelancing. Right. We, I'll find something, something worse something than we were Yeah. You know. But let's but, you know, I I'm like, I think I see some upside here. I think this could this could work. I have people telling me it should work. But you never really yeah. know until you try it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and so you have the discussion. You, she says, yeah, let's do it. You kind of jump in. How long were you free? Did, did you tell me that About already? About a year. A okay. little
1: under a year. Okay.
0: So, with no so then, price, then right, right at, no at the revenue height revenue of mm-hmm. when everything shut down in the whole wide world.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah we, we turned on our paid subscriptions, our premium product. It was like March Eleventh, and then like the whole world shut down. I think it was like, like the two 13th days later, or something yeah. like that. And It was like, <laughs> man. Um, so yeah, that was the timing. I think was in hindsight was was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but then it, it actually wound up COVID actually wound up being a, a, an interesting time for local news because people, you know, it's like. Okay, if you've been used to seeing what Trump is doing today sure, and you're, like, watching the national news or getting all your stuff about Trump, it's like, that was not really relevant. Like, what's relevant is yeah. what's going on here in Mecklenburg right. County? Are they shutting down the got. schools? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of interest, you know. So the timing actually worked out uh, pretty is, fortuitously.
0: That is interesting. Um, and so l- let's back up a little bit to uh, – I have a couple questions about uh, – so you leave the observer, mm-hmm. certainly you have, I'm sure, friends and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, whatever, yeah. uh, acquaintances who worked there or maybe even still work there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they've probably reduced by what? I mean, they're, they're probably less than half of what they were at the time you were there, right? They're actually considerably less than half. When I was
1: there, the newsroom was 250. today. I think it's 30 or 40. So it's, a, it, that's over, you know, the course of, I don't know, 10
0: or 15 still, years. That's a, that's that's pretty
1: pretty a drastic. That's pretty drastic.
0: It's pretty drastic. That's pretty drastic. Um, in your estimation, and I have opinions and thoughts certainly. Um, but in your estimation, a couple, couple questions. One is, uh, when, when you started out doing this, this new thing, when you said, I'm going to launch the ledger Mm -hmm. leading up to ledger launch, Mm -hmm. who were the people who were like, it'll never work. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. And you're a jerk (laughs) there.
1: I mean, there was some of that. I mean, some people, you know, a lot of people. Particularly in the South, I think everybody's kind of like, "Yeah, man, yeah, it's great. Well, we, it's okay, a great that's idea. Fair. That's yes. a great idea. Yeah, bless you your heart, happens, you're going to do great. You, know? yeah. you know, I didn't have any people who were like That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard.' There's no, this, this is gonna, yeah. you know, you're gonna fail, to on the you. lunch you're going launch or whatever. <laughs> I didn't really have any. People. There wasn't yeah. quite like that. Yeah. But you know, there were some people who didn't quite get it. Okay, they were like, well, I don't know if people really pay. Yeah, the, yeah, it's a good idea. I would well, be interesting to see how many people really are interested in paying for it. You that's, know, that kind of that's
0: kind of their way of saying like this thing's going to work, right? I mean. Some of that, yeah, it was know? southern, but yeah,
1: yeah, you know, they weren't saying don't try it. They were just sort of saying they were skeptical. I said right? they sure weren't saying I, try it. Right. I mean, I'm and I, in all honesty, like I couldn't tell you that I was 100 percent convinced that oh, oh this is a winning idea and this is sure. definitely going to succeed. Sure. But you know, it's kind of like let's just try it and, and see what happens. To so try to address this problem of the collapse of local news because yeah. that's a it's
0: a huge problem, right? Well, why is local news collapsing? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, truly, outside mm-hmm. of like, and we can make a you know political idea, you know, whatever, right? All that kind of stuff aside, like, wh- why aren't people consuming that anymore?
1: I think people have a lot more options now. You know, they can go on; they've perceived that they can get a lot of it, um, you know, on social media. Um, you know, they, they just have a lot more outlets for their time, um, and then the, in the business model that that was being pursued for a number of years, basically doesn't work anymore. I mean, especially mm-hmm. for newspapers, right? So, so it's a combination of sort of all of those things. People are still interested, I think, in what's going on in their communities. You know, sure. you see that a well, lot, you look at next outdoor, door, right? right? I mean, look at, yeah. look at, oh, gosh. you know, my neighborhood Facebook page. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Right. laughs> Do you want to shoot myself? They're interested, interested in that. something. Very interested. And it's not all out there on the internet. Like some of it right. is, can only be gleaned by actually talking to people. Sure. And, and looking in the public records and doing things like that—that's not really super sexy, stuff I'm do. but it's not a lot of fun. But it's like it can tell you stuff that's pretty important. So yeah. you know, so there's a huge need for it, and so uh, you know, I said like, let's just give it a try. So,
0: and did big big papers just stop doing that?
1: What
0: um, do they just do? It's
1: hard. Well, like we talked about, I mean, the resources have shrunk by you know. I think yeah, but I mean, you have no resources. 35%. Well, <laughs> come on, man, what are you? <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, am I working off of my couch? I've got, I've got like this change fast. <laughs> with like a, like a four year old, like MacBook I mean, pro on, or whatever. Yeah. Yes. That's Resources. True. Um, yeah, but part of it is sort of knowing where to look and knowing, I mean, I do have,
0: uh, there's smart people at the papers, Tony. What, come on. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, what's the real problem? Well, a lot of it, you know, a lot of it is they have, you know, a lot of them have younger, uh, reporters who don't have the experience. Okay. You know, who don't maybe have the mentoring, um, you know, that they would have had in years past. And so, um, and they're trying to do a whole bunch of different things. Like we're, Mm. we have the, we also have the luxury of not needing to be like the, News outlet of record. We don't feel like we need uh, to actually send reporters all over the city covering every double homicide, right? Sure, so if sure. something happens, you know, and uh, the local, some other. Like, that's TV actually one station. of the things I find very refreshing about yeah. the ledger. I've never read anything about murder in no, there. No, yeah. well, we do not not individual murders. Occasionally, yeah. we'll say what's you mean talk on crime, it, but or that's in generic. General. Yeah, but right. like, so if somebody, it, 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 one of these things is a little bit of a tangent, but it's like, I assume that's okay on this. Oh, hundred percent. <laughs> Have you but, met the ADD king sitting <laughs> over here? <laughs> Come on, man. But you know, it, it drives me kind of crazy. Like, you go to an NBA game or something, and you're sitting there, and you see all the rows of like the the uh, sports writers. There's like you know. dozens of them sitting there they're all watching the exact same game pretty much from the same angle like Uh, but then they're gonna go right like what are they gonna write that's different (laughs) like why are they all there like can't some other can't they be deployed other places so i feel the same way where it's like if there's some big press conference do i personally really need to go to that press conference if there's 12 other reporters there who are pretty good i mean Okay, just let them write it up, and we'll we'll link to it. We'll say, oh yeah, yeah, big press conference. Here's what they said. Here's a link. You want to know more? But
0: isn't there value in the the scoop? Yeah, but you don't get scoops at press conferences. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you get scoops from talking to people. So
1: let's take the time. I'd much rather go have lunch, you know, with a good source than go to uh, go to a press conference. To tell you the truth, because you know, press conferences
0: is boiled down to right. It's there, like TV. You were in TV. It's like, oh yeah.
1: Is you know it's there the cameras they got they got footage sure. they got B roll or yeah, whatever who cares you know and it's like I'd much rather talk, develop some sources and have them tell me some real stuff that's going on that nobody wants to say in a press conference you know that uh-huh. so that's sort of so yeah. we're trying to do things differently we're we're not going to just tell you the same stuff that everyone else is telling you we're going to tell you different stuff I've
0: heard of that it's called. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. It's called journalism. Is that correct? Is that well
1: it's not it's not stenography, right? Ah. So it's different. Like yeah. it's it's finding finding different yeah. things that are interesting to people. And in a city the size of Charlotte, there's lots of interesting things going on. So there's no shortage of things to write about, but they're not all at the press conferences or, sure. or the or the city council meetings sure. or what
0: have you, you, know? Well that's what's funny, you know. <laughs> so here here's a, a telling thing, right? I've got a couple of buddies that I follow on Twitter, like some from college or 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 whenever, but and um they're very, you know, in on what's going on all day, mm-hmm. you know, in the national news and stuff like that. So usually I don't even bother to look up anything or I just watch their Twitter feed and when some of these really sarcastic and snarky jokes start happening in their feeds, I'm like, Oh, I should probably go see what this is. <laughs> like right. that's how I'm tipped off to what's happening yeah. in the national news because that's how little I care. Right. Um, but one of the things we talk about a lot in in, in leadership and in F three is is uh you know, number one, the idea that in order to have impact, you need to be proximate anyway, mm-hmm. and and is that? And again, I'm not trying to get to the bottom of you know the collapse of the observer. Personally, I, I mean it's just not that interesting to me. But the idea that something that big and behemoth did collapse and is collapsing uh, is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, is that? I mean, did they just become just completely out of touch from their readership? I mean, is is it was it a proximity problem? Is it a, they just weren't in it anymore or kind of an ivory tower issue or?
1: I mean, you know, I think one of the things we've seen in this internet age is that you have not just a single audience. Like in the past, when the media thought of its audience, you know, the Charlotte observer probably thought of its audience as all of Charlotte, you know, any any part of Charlotte. And I think what we're seeing is, and I know you see this in F3, is like you see different communities, you see different groups, right? And so it's hard to try to serve everybody, you know? And now, so and it's, it just seems like it's particularly difficult this day and age. So they definitely have a constituency, but then there are lots of other groups out there. There's a basically, you know, there are people who are like, I don't really care to read the newspaper because I don't personally find it relevant or I don't find right. the things that they're doing to be relevant to me. And so the yeah. question is, how can you make something relevant to people? So we're always consuming this question of relevancy. And that doesn't mean we're trying to be relevant to every single person, right? right. We're trying to, we're, we're saying, look, if, we're a primarily business-oriented publication, so right. if that's sort of your interest, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna yeah, lean on that a like little that. bit. That's a community, yeah. basically, yeah. of people who are interested in in that sort of thing. So, you know, it's I do think it's and it, you know it is hard, I guess, when you when you have a collapse of and have that many fewer people to try to be relevant to everybody when you when you yeah. have you know fifteen percent of what you had ten or fifteen years I ago. Yeah. So it, yes, I think that is. That is probably uh, an issue. So we're, you know, we're trying to be, we're trying to do the best we can, knowing that it's, we're not trying to be all things to all people. Right. Um, we, you know, we can't be. There's some people I'm sure who would look at us and be like, that's just not for me. And that's completely fine. Sure. Like, and we're don't good with that.
0: Don't pay the nine bucks. Right. Way, that's know, like, fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> and most
1: people will not <laughs> yeah. pay $9 a month, right? Yeah. there $800 you know, 897,000 plus people who
0: are not paying us, you know, a $9 a month. Yeah. Right. So, yeah.
1: so, it, but that's fine. That's right. fine. So yes. Yeah, so we, relevancy I think is a big one. Proximity. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Proximity. Yeah. Um, and so the, so let's put that aside for a second because we're, uh, as I mentioned, we're not going to solve the observers problem, but you have here a case of kind of a little bit of a David and Goliath kind of a situation. Fair. I mean, I'm I'm not saying you're throwing rocks and trying to kill them, you know, but, but you have sort of the, cause one of the things we talk about a lot is the idea of a lizard organization Mm -hmm. versus a bullfrog organization, Mm -hmm. a bullfrog organization being one that has gotten too fat, Mm -hmm. too lazy and too slow to adapt and move and do anything. It just sits and waits for the next fly to go by and snaps it up if it can. Right. And that's its life. It just sits on a lily pad. Whereas the lizard, you know. Like, you, you can't keep a lizard down, man. Like, right. they're they're fast, and they move fast, and they're skittish, and they, they adapt quickly, and they move quickly. They change color a lot of times, you know, depending right. on where you are, right? You grab that thing by the tail, it breaks it off, grows a new one. Like, it just, it's very yeah. adaptable. Yes. And it seems to me that what you're creating is very lizardly versus sort of this large bullfrog.
1: Yeah, I'll speak more to being the lizard than to the bullfrog. Sure. I mean, we're sort of... We're trying to run our own race, right? It's you uh-huh. versus you. Um, okay, But okay. It's, like, it's like Dred told me, I remember one of the, or I think he said this, you know, one of the first workouts, like, hey, yeah, it's you versus you. You know, you do what you can. Um, at the same time, uh, if we're at the end of a sprint and it's you against me, I'm going to try and beat you, you know, kind right. of a thing. Was yeah, it, yeah. So, so we're, we're focused on us. But yes, uh, you know, so we, but we are, I would say, we're, we're very nimble. It's a two-person organization, yeah. a bunch of freelancers. We don't need to have a bunch of meetings. We don't need to... You know, write a bunch of reports or do a bunch of thinking. We can just sort of say, we're doing it. So, and that yeah. there's an advantage definitely to doing that. And I think a lot of times in large organizations, and I'm guessing you you know, you have listeners who work for all kinds oh, sure, yeah. kind of things, you know, you work for like the big whatever. Right. And that's, it, that can be hard to get stuff done in those organizations where you have to you know, uh, file the TPR report and right. you got to do all, right. the, all the different things. <laughs> Seven you layers of do. bureaucracy and, that, yeah. you know, you got to get the sign offs and the signatures and the approvals and there are reasons for that, but it's very, it can be difficult to be the lizard, you yeah. know, in that sort of a situation.
0: It, but it is possible to be a lizard inside of a bullfrog, maybe on a small team.
1: I would uh, think so. If you get the results, you yeah. probably get a little more leeway, I would but guess. It, right? but it'd
0: be tough. I would think so. Tell me this one, though. So you're jumping out and you're saying, I'm going to do this. Uh, you'd kind of left the other thing. Well, I guess you had left one and and got left <laughs> by, right. by another. Yes. Yeah. Um, you hear a lot of times that, and I think you're in a little bit of a unique position where it's something that you love doing. You you love journalism. You love writing. You love investigating. You love you know, getting stories and talking to people and all this kind of stuff. You're a curious person by nature, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you're, that, would it be fair to say that's kind of a, a passion of yours? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you have managed to somehow build a thing where you're, the thing you really love and the thing you're doing for a living happen to kind of bump into each other pretty nicely. Yes. I'm not sure that's always the case, but if someone wanted, I mean, you see a lot of guys that are are kind of, You know, they just feel sort of trapped in this, you know, mundane, whatever, sad clowning or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting point. I mean, yeah, I I do. I do really enjoy it. And um, it is, you know, it's always, it's kind of cliche to say, wow, the best job you can have is just doing something that.
0: That's right. you'll never work another day in your life (laughs) you know
1: i'm not even doing this for the money just the the satisfaction is enough is all i need right whatever yeah um it's not quite that excuse me i I do i do i do enjoy it and i do feel fortunate to um feel like i actually have uh, a skill that i didn't completely have to abandon and that i can still kind of do the stuff that I want to do. That's uh-huh. very, it's extremely liberal. Sure. Now I don't know that, I don't know how generalizable that is. And you probably have thoughts on this, but it's like, I don't know if that means that, uh, I don't know if everybody, if, if it's, you know, we were talking about this a little bit off air earlier, but it's like, you know, it's not like a, just a, Follow your passion, right. you know. Like, right. You know, well, what if your passion is just a really horrible <laughs> thing, you know? Like, what if you're really into some sick stuff or something or whatever? Like, or it's like, just
0: useless. Like, right. my passion is, you know, wooden rocking horses. <laughs> oh, I can't get enough. <laughs> but yeah, you can start. Okay.
1: You know, wooden wooden rocking horses.com. Like, is there some I business guess, model? For yeah, that? I don't know. Like, right? I don't know. Yeah. I can't. I can speak to my own situation. I don't know how. I don't know how to generalize it to others and give like right. pieces of wisdom. If you're if you're caught in a rut at work, yeah. here's what you need to. Do you need and to I go and focus that, on that? Those rocking horses. I think
0: guys have to find their own wisdom. I think that's a, kind of a big misnomer of our, our culture today too. Is that we have to look to other people to say, "Well, what's the trick? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the tip?" Yeah, you know. And, no, I think I think you hear the experience and you listen to what another man went through, another person went through, and you and you listen to what they did, and you go, "There might be some things in there that I could apply." Yeah, you know, there might be some things. So maybe I'm going to find my own wisdom in here, you know, rather than yeah, you know, rather than just sort of borrowing a. a you know, a cat poster. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, that's know. true. Hang in there, baby. You know? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you know,
1: it is sort of odd. You know, if you look on the internet, there's all kinds of people making all kinds of money doing all sorts of really odd things, like all these influencers I was and saying, guys the number one video job video games. You know, was it Twitch and yeah. all this stuff? And the
0: number one job sought after right now, and I can't remember what the age range was, but basically it was kind of like, you know, 18 to 25 or you know, 15 to 25, right. whatever the number was, right? But everyone, that's what they want to be. They want to be a YouTube Influencer, yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know. But I it want seems to contribute
0: like... absolutely zero to society, <laughs> I want to do but, nothing.
1: But somebody, one of those guys, you probably have to have some grudging admiration of at least the first, like whoever came up with right. that being like, Hey, look, I got an idea. How's this sound? I'm gonna play some mom, I'm gonna play some video games. I'm like, eh, she I was don't like, know about that. Well, and you're in like, the basement anyway. No no, <laughs> like, no, 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 but wait, here's the twist I'm gonna go online, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a, uh, you know video of right. me playing video games and sell it to people. Like, and like, imagine, imagine that oh, people, yeah. you know, like, oh, no one's gonna do that. And they That's thought ridiculous. you sounded stupid, right? I mean, <laughs> no. that, that sounds really <laughs> that sounds stupid. Really stupid. <laughs> but somehow there's a lot of people that are pe- apparently millions, uh, ma- and may- millions. Maybe my son has my millions. credit card, or maybe I'm one of those and he's down playing his Xbox <laughs> and Fortnite or whatever. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, so yes, there are a bunch of people who take risks, but. Uh,
0: Wow. And and maybe those people are following their passions, you know. Per se, I would venture to guess that the given the fact that and I don't remember what the number is now. Years ago, it was you know some ridiculous number, like you know twenty million hours of of footage is uploaded every day to YouTube or something, I mean, just <laughs> right. some horrendous statistic that's yeah. made up. Don't hold me to that. Um, but it's some ridiculous number like that, right? So given the fact that 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 that's the amount of people uploading crap, uh, you know, to the internet. Right. Clearly, the ratio of of the people that are making money at or doing it, following their passion and winning uh, added are pretty small. Yes. I mean, I got a you know, pretty minute.
1: Well, uh, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be an NFL player. And it's like, yes, okay. every kid who, <laughs> yeah. who likes sports yeah. and is 12 years old wants to right. be an and NFL player. But in. it's like the odds of you being an NFL player is like maybe you need to find something a little more yeah. realistic. Maybe you need you to should... find a better path, a different path, to, or not a path to the NFL, but a path to something else.
0: Something else, right?
1: And I don't know how to do that. And it's going to vary wildly person to person. I would think. Um, but, you know... I,
0: But Uh is it enough to say, so when you, but, but is it enough to say, I'm going to follow my passion? So if I have this idea or I have, I guess the question really is to some degree, how did you find fulfillment at work? You could have just stayed a freelancer. Why did you not just stay a freelancer?
1: It just wasn't very fulfilling. It was just, you know, you're constantly coming up with ideas, pitching ideas and people like, eh, I don't know about that. I mean, I like what I love about what I do now is like, I get to be the decider, right? Like Mm -hmm. I can decide. I kind of chart my own course, which is great. Um, and and I, f- I feel like we're actually doing something that's helpful to the community. That's that Providing information, reliable information is something that's, you know, I think that is very, um, it's a very good thing, I think, for local communities. Yeah. But a lot of it is just sort of following your gut, um, you know, and um, it, it's just, I don't know, it's just, it, it, I think it's just one of those things where, yeah, I mean, following your passion. I, you know, I, I think it's okay to follow your passion, but maybe don't quit your day job. Maybe start it off as like a, <laughs> <That's good. laughs> maybe this is the tip Fo- of the day right. or something. But you Follow know.
0: your passion as a side gig. But you can
1: right. kind of, yeah, you can... Right now, I mean, nowadays you have so many people doing side gigs, you know, the little things that they're starting off and it's like, okay, they work a nine to five, nine to six, whatever job. And then at night they've got something else going on or they have right. some internet business or something. they well, I they're like, something the, the other
0: day. It's some ridiculous number. Uh, and again, I, do you love how I just make up these horribly yeah, hyperbolic statistics? No all the time? On I, it, I think yes. it's like a bajillion <laughs> somewhere in there. No, what I, I wonder, it was like some crazy percentage of people that are just quitting their jobs and not going yeah. back to work. After all this, you know, like we're working from home and people are like, well, you got to come back to the office. They're like, yeah, no, we're just going to start another thing. We're going to do something else or we're going to.
1: Yeah. Okay. On the one hand, that's great. Um, I mean, it, you like, I mean, I, I like the entrepreneurial spirit is a good thing. Sure. right? Right. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is there. Because obviously, you know, if you look at the statistics of, you know, um, can I make up a number? It's like eighty-two point nine percent of all businesses that start fail within five years, three months, and two yeah. days. I think like, it's higher than that. But uh-huh, yeah. okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> a completely made up number, right, but I, I feel like it was in the spirit of our conversation. <laughs> yes, exactly. But right. you know, but it's a it's a it's a pretty high number. Right. And so, you know, I think you need to kind of go into it with that expectation, right. That knowing that, listen, it, it, even if you have a good idea, um, you know, that, that doesn't necessarily get, doesn't right. get you that and $2 and right. 75 We'll get you a cup of coffee at Starbucks or whatever, you know, well, not a very it's big three. I don't know. <laughs> not, not <those> <laughs> this expensive. fancy thing at the front of our office <laughs> yeah. here is like, yeah, yeah. seven bucks. Or, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I don't know. I think, I think I kind of like that, that the people are trying new things, but yeah. at the same time, you know, if you've got a, you know, if you've got Responsibilities, and you need a, you need that stable job. Maybe you, maybe you try and work it out on the Keep side, yeah. and then you yeah. know take a leap of faith a little bit later. A
0: couple of, a couple other questions. One is is uh, I guess if you had to kind of project ahead, be a little bit of a fortune teller, yeah, and say this is where I see the ledger and or kind of the ledger like industry. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think you're right, the, and and you made a good point that the the world, technology-wise and accessibility-wise and all that kind of stuff now is as ripe as it has ever been or maybe ever will be, I don't know, uh, for doing something other than your 9 to 5 mm-hmm. and being either able to make money at it or at least at the very least make impact yeah. doing it. I mean, there's never going to be a time... <laughs> well, again, things will continue to progress, right? But right now is the culmination. You know, today, mm-hmm. you're listening to this and you're saying there's no more technology now... Yeah, there ever was before. Right? I mean, it's we are in an age of crazy ab- ability to do things. And so five years from now, where do you see your industry going? Where do you see the sh- the, the ledger going? What do, what do you see as kind of the next things?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess from an industry wide perspective, one of the things that's really been cool. is I think we're in this era of experimentation in, in local mm. media where, you know, we're doing something, I think we're showing that it's, it's working, you know, you look at our numbers and our revenue, and I think that they're certainly heading in the right direction. I think that's a viable model. There are lots of other people trying all kinds of different things, advertising-based, different you know, different mediums and you know nonprofits and all, all kinds sure. of different things. And so that's a good thing. And one of the things that's been really cool about the Charlotte Ledger, uh, us starting up and people starting to see some of our success, we've been written about a few places, is I get these calls now where it's like, hey, I love what you're doing. We're going to do the same thing in upstate New York. Right. Hey, we're doing the same thing in Fresno. Hey, you know, you've shown that it can work, Yeah, you know, and so that that's pretty cool, you know, to be able to say, listen, we're we're doing something that is having that kind of an effect that we're, you know, yeah, we're not. And so I'll I'll try and help these guys out and give them some advice and tell them what what I did. So that's that's kind of encouraging. That's that's really positive, I guess, you know, for Charlotte Ledger, um, for our future, we're just going to try and keep uh, keep growing, keep reaching people, um, Mm -hmm. you know, start some new newsletters locally in Charlotte on, on different Parts of interest and sort of see, see where we can take it. I think there's still a lot of room for growth because
0: we're seeing some of that now, right? I mean, uh, you already put out like the travel, yeah, um, transportation. We've got
1: one. Yeah, we started a couple months ago. We started one on transit and transportation, um, with a couple of partners. We partnered with the local NPR station Mm -hmm. and the local university, UNC Charlotte, their Urban Institute. um, You know, so that's that's a cool partnership that we've got on that and then we started one you want to talk about hey this is a crazy idea we started one on the obituaries (laughs) Obituaries. so right so it's like okay wait a minute let me get this right so you're writing about dead people and sending it in an email and you're charging people to read it like how does that work and
0: we're paying it
1: (laughs) right you know so i but they're it's different than just like experimenting we're trying some new stuff
0: which, uh, and I don't remember if we already referenced this or not, but uh, you know the the legends of Charlotte.
1: Yes, yeah, I think got, it was super
0: interesting. Yeah, we got a series I've, of early timers. It. So yeah,
1: yeah. So we're also trying to develop some stuff for you know a lot of You're, times this technology stuff is aimed at the millennials, right? Like sure. the twenty five year olds and all that. But it's like okay, look, well, there's a bunch of people who are forty five plus who kind of like to read stuff too. Right. So maybe we can serve them.
0: Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, we're the ones with money anyway right. 25s don't have anything. <laughs> back <laughs> in my day, we had to... Yeah, we had you are you going to tell <laughs> any stories about walking uphill both ways at all or anything like that? I can't imagine. I mean, now it's like I find myself it's
1: like, back in my day, we didn't have these cell phones and the right? internet. We had to look in the encyclopedia, you and, know, that kind and My thing. kids are
0: just like, what are you talking about? Like, you say these words. We don't know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. kind of look up from their phone and uh-huh, uh-huh, huh, huh, what? Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll never forget. Total aside, like, we're on vacation. And uh, my d- middle daughter, this was, gosh, you know, it was many years ago now, but, you know, we're in the hotel, and she picks up the phone, and she's like, Dad, this thing's making a weird noise. And it occurred to me, never heard a dial tone in her whole life. She had no <laughs> idea what that was. Because
1: <laughs> we, ne- we never had a home phone, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so i got a question for you. I'm going to turn the tables uh, on here how about this. Okay. But I'm used to asking questions. Okay, okay fair. So, look, so you do you do all, all this stuff on leadership. So how does yeah. this strike you? So what what leadership... Lessons do you see and what we're, What advice do you have for us? Like, what's the can I get some free consulting? Oh, ah, okay. What yeah, like no. what do you how do you overlay <laughs> what's the bigger picture you think and how do we fit into that bigger picture?
0: Well, it is interesting you ask that because it was going to turn to kind of one of our my final questions for you is you know, one of the things that that we or that I teach a lot or that I talk about a lot or coach guys a lot is that you know. And, and I use um, a lot of Dave Redding, you know, Dred's uh, philosophy, the Q source and, and F3 thing and the stuff that I've learned over the last three, you know, four years or whatever from being involved in the national leadership of F3. Like, this has been like the best leadership school I can imagine because I get to watch guys <laughs> experiment and fail <laughs> a lot. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, if our estimates are even vaguely correct, somewhere between, you know, thirty five forty five thousand 45,000 guys out there, you know, trying to, to run some kind of lizardish, you know, organization in their community and trying to figure out how do we impact the community, you know, and yes, through workouts and, you know, whatever and blah, 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 but that's, you know, that's sort of the medium, but so it's been a very interesting thing to kind of watch happen, and so one of the things that I teach or that I, I believe uh, really all the way to my core is none of this works well long term unless you have a clearly defined personal mission. Right, unless you have, unless you are grounded and rooted yourself in a personal mission, I am here to get this done while I walk on this planet. Mm-hmm. Right, this is what I was put here for. Right. Unless you have a good sense of that, it, it becomes very, very difficult uh, to to stay on task. I mean, I, I I mentioned to you, I started a you know communications company fifteen years ago, and we had some great successes and grew to a very uh, Know, for what we were, uh, you know, a largish, you know, micro business, <laughs> we were very big in this tiny, tiny little risk. place. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, you know, we, in fact, we by all standards, we wouldn't even qualified as a small business. You know, but but for what we were doing and who we were and and that sort of thing, like you know, we it along, making a little bit of money, doing these things, right? And um, I very much lost any sense of mission. Mm-hmm. You know, and the mission became chase the money mission became grow really for the sake of growing to, I mean, honestly, for <laughs> being straight, right. Uh, to feed my ego mm-hmm. and to, to show how big and badass I was and how to, you know, I eat competitors and I destroy people. And I, you know, I'm a, uh, some sort of micro mogul, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking right at yeah. the time. Um, but, uh, but having lost any sense of, of direction and purpose of this is why I am here. And this is what we came to do, mm-hmm. sent us out into the middle of the world. So turning it back, I guess I would say is, and this really was going to be my kind of final question is what is the mission? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the mission of the ledger? Because I think as guys listen to this and, and this is one of the challenges we face, I think as men and certainly as, as F3 men is this keeping mammon, if you will, you know, the, the, the sustaining relationship, the, our relationship with work Mm-hmm. Keeping that on the outer rim uh, of our consciousness, so that we can focus on things like, you know, wife, kids, friends, you yeah. know, all that kind of stuff, right? Like it's it's a huge challenge, mm-hmm. and it is a constant pressure. And uh, you know, and we can read all kinds of articles that are like, "Well, just need to learn to live with less," or you know, I, I don't know what that. You know, everybody's going to have a slightly different answer, I guess, as to how they manage that. But but keeping that on the outside and not letting it become primary and not letting Mm -hmm. it become the thing that you focus on. Because as soon as that happens, then everything gets flipped over and and turned around. And I think the way to do that is with a clear sense of mission. Mm -hmm. And so what's, what's the, maybe it's not about chasing your passion, but it is maybe about chasing your mission. Yeah. So no,
1: that's, I think those are all great. What would your mission be? Yeah. I mean, our our mission, you know, we say we deliver smart and essential news to Charlotte one email at a time. And the thinking undergirding that is that communities are better when they have smart, reliable sources of information. So that's what we're about. So we consider ourselves to be mission-focused in the sense that if you were to start a media company and and your main idea was to build it up, maximize the revenue, and sell it in three years— You know, for a lot of money, right? We would probably go about this in a very slightly (laughs) okay. Um, So, but if your mission is to serve the community and try to improve the community, in our case, by providing better, reliable sources of information, Mm -hmm. like that's a very that looks very different. And so that's that's what our mission is. And so, you know, people say, "Oh, yeah." Well, somebody asked me this morning. Will you ever think of uh, maybe starting something up, you know, start going to some other cities and doing some other stuff? It's like, well, yeah, we're kind of focused on Charlotte right now. Like our our, yeah. our, our focus is Charlotte. Like and, there's and plenty of room Charlotte. in Charlotte. There's a lot to do in Charlotte. And so we're not just going to say, well, we're just going to grow for the sake of growing. We're, you know, we're probably leaving. There are probably lots of things we could do that would be money makers that we're just not going to do because it's not really our mission. Like it doesn't right. really improve. Like could we start a, you know, content marketing arm or something like that we probably maybe. could i don't know is there money in yeah, that I probably i don't know i'm not gonna
0: uh, we could be youtube influencers do <laughs> we <could> be
1: influencers <laughs> or whatever and it's like nah, our purpose really our purpose is to try to improve dialogue and information and Charlotte now you could say it's sort of an old school notion and maybe it's maybe nowadays it's controversial to say uh if you give people better information they make better decisions about their lives mm. But I still believe that if, you give, if people have good information, it helps them. Yeah, it improves the community. Yeah. It's good. It's a it's a go. public good. It's, it's interesting. You say it's good a, information.
0: I well, think sometimes people think more information. Well, more, and that's yeah, not true. Right. Yeah. No. I yeah. mean.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I'm not just and I'm not just not good in yeah. the sense of po- always. No, no, positive, no, no. I know what you meant like yes. reliable,
0: smart, like you said. That's I mean, what we're trying to do, yeah. and
1: so that's that's our thinking, is and that the community benefits from that. So that's our. That's our mission, really, is to try to improve. To try to improve that. And so that's yeah. what we're working yeah. toward, and um, and but we're putting that at the center and trying to build a business off of that, as opposed to the opposite, which is we're building a business and then what? How do we do the journalism? Oh how gosh, yeah, we should stuff?
0: we should learn to write some things, right. yeah. you
1: know. So so yeah. I don't know, but I guess if I have to if if I give a five minute answer to a question of what is your mission, is that a problem?
0: No, not at all. Okay, because no, it I, seems
1: like you should be you know the elevator speech mission. You yeah, know, I feel you like know. I could do that, but it's like.
0: You want to unpack you're it. a storyteller. It's a long form book. I was gonna uh, say be, you're right? a storyteller. I'm a storyteller. I appreciate what you're okay. saying. You know, Dave might want us to <laughs> have it down to like three words or right. something. I don't know. But no, I, I I think that's awesome and it's certainly commendable. And and um uh I just well, first of all, Tony, thank you for yeah uh, for coming on and being here. I, I hope that uh this was helpful for guys to hear and, and understand that, you know, uh it ain't all roses, not everything's a promotion, you know, and um it sounds to me like that you kept kind of the right priorities and the right, you know, the right things in check and the right things in focus and I, my assumption is certainly is you know as you keep doing that that's that's what's going to provide success for you, right?
1: Well, so. thanks. Now, no, I mean we're trying to just uh, yeah, keep focus and keep keep doing good stuff with with good content, yeah. good material sort of at the center of it. Yeah. You know, you can't, you know, there's all kinds of marketing wizardry I'm sure we could be doing but it's like uh, I don't, realize, I don't you really know him <laughs> <like that. laughs> like, let's just do the good not work not a marketer and, just yeah. a journalist right. right yeah yeah, yeah.
0: well uh, again thank you very much for being yeah. here to talk a little bit about work yeah and, thanks for uh, having me not chasing passion but uh, or maybe uh, just keeping it as a side gig yeah great discussion <laughs> right. appreciate yeah. it thanks for having me in. thanks a lot
1: a Monday worry me today's Sawyer, me today's time so you me
0: Thanks for listening to the 43 Feet Podcast. If you like what you heard on the show, or if it's helped you in some way, we'd ask you to rate us, write a review, and share us with your friends and networks. It really does help others to find us. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com or tweet us at 43feetpodcast. The climb we're on to create virtuous leaders isn't going to be easy, but we'll get there, 43 feet at a time.